0: And a very good morning to everybody out there, late tea timers. Welcome along to the Round 3 preview, US Open 2022. James and Dave, as always, on this podcast. Well, actually, not yesterday. Dave Eason, thank you very much for stepping in for me yesterday. But James and Dave, back with you for the Round 3 preview. And DT, this US Open, I'm enjoying this because everybody is bunched up. There's nobody kind of nine shots over the hill and far
1: away. And this isn't settled yet, is it? There are so many contenders. Yeah, and they're proper contenders, aren't they? Um there was a time yesterday when it it seemed like there was quite a bit of kind of weirdness on the, the leaderboard, lots of strange names. And then it really settled down and the, the cream really rose, didn't it? I mean you've got I'm sure you'll mention him, but Colin Morikawa Mar- tied for the lead. You've got Raman McElroy Yeah, <laughs> Why would I mention him? <laughs> yeah, Raman McElroy just a shot back, Scheffler two shots back. Yeah, I mean, it's even people like Sam Burns and Matt Fitzpatrick just a few further back, so it's bubbling up really nicely. Let's go through the uh, top end of the leaderboard. Colin, my mate, he's 5-under. Go on,
0: Colin. Um, Joel Darman with him at 5-under. They're the two co-leaders heading into round three. Hayden Buckley, John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, Aaron Wise and Bo Hostler are all there at 4-under. And then there's a whole gaggle of players at 3-under, including uh, world number one, Scotty Scheffler, um, you've got Brian Harmon in there, Sam Burns, as you say, yeah, just uh, three shots back. There are plenty there. Callum Turan, who is the uh, Englishman, top of the leaderboard for some time, still there at one under and in contention heading into round three. And looking at the prices going into the uh, third round, Rory McIlroy, who has been um, up and down like everybody in this tournament. his best price is nine to two. John Rahm is in there around about the same price. You can actually get him at fives somewhere. Five to one for Colin Morikawa. Scotty Scheffler, Seven to one, seventeen to one. Best price on Aaron Wise, and then you've got um, Sam Burns at around about twenties as well. DT heading into the third round, moving day as they call it in the uh, majors. Where are we looking now? Uh, h- how are you going to play this from a betting point of
1: view? It's tough, isn't it? Because you could pick any one of those four. I- I'll I'll kind of go through them. I'll I'll give you the good news about Morikawa. You like omens and stats. There was a stat yesterday where it said the only time he's ever shot in the 60s in a major in round one, he's gone on to win it. And he obviously shot 69 in round one here. So that would be three for three. He kind of rubbished that stat. He said, well, I've only done it. I've only played 11 majors, but still there. There's other stats. The only other times he's shot 66 or better in a major, he's, he's, he's done it five times now and the other four. He went on to win that major, uh, the the Open Championship and the USPGA. PGA. This was a surprising one. He's only ever led at halfway once on the PGA Tour in his history. Of course, he went on to win. That was at the work day a couple of years ago. So all these stats are sort of stacking up in favour of of Morikawa. His actual, his play stats, they look solid as well. You you look across the board, he's he's 13th in putting, 9th around the green, 27th in approach, 23rd off the tee, 7th tee to green, I'm going down everyone on, on the stats and there's no weakness there at all. You, you contrast that, say, with McIlroy, who's the number one putter this week, which probably makes sense if you've seen him roll quite a lot, haven't we, in from distance and, and to save par. Um, he's only 38th tee to green, McIlroy. That's that's a bit odd. That suggests, can he keep leaning on the putter? Rahm's approach numbers aren't that good. He's only 44th, which is a little bit of a, a concern. He's really good off the tee, but is his approach work good enough? Uh, Scheffler, his short game maybe isn't quite sharp enough. He's 50th in putting, 52nd around the green. The one I keep coming back to who looks the most solid is Morikawa. Do we just add to your pre-tournament tip and put the eggs in one basket? Because, because I think as well, yeah, Ram won this last year, but that's that's it's a hard ask to defend. Macar hasn't won one since 2014. Mm-hmm. There's also a stat that no one has won the week before the US Open, like McElroy did, and then won the US Open the week after. No one's done that double since the 1930s. So there's all these little omens and stats. With Morikawa, you can't... The, the only negative I've got on him, he keeps saying he normally hits a little cut, but this week he can't find it and he's got this little baby draw going. But I think he's come to terms with that, that, all right, this is what my swing has given me this week. Just go with it. I think if you've won a major like last year and the year before, you you're turning into Brooks Kepka Then you're thinking these are my, this is my field, this is my area of expertise. I turn up at the majors, you try and beat me because I've got all this bank of confidence. And historically, you do see players win majors in bunches. McElroy won his in a short time, and Padre Carrington did, Kepka did. So of, of the one with the, the soundest argument, I think, is is Morikawa. Music what? to your ears. Very much like that answer. The only thing with Colin, I've been
0: obviously watching him closely, and the bit that I thought was going to be his strength, which was the approach shots to the Greens, I mean, I know they're small, and they're hard. You know, you see some great shots coming into some of these greens and they, they take a very firm bounce and often end up in the in the rough at the back of the greens, don't they? But Colin's missed um, his radar on the um, approach shots, hasn't been the best. And he's often been, his chipping from around the greens. It's actually bailed him out a little bit at times. But you could probably say that for all of them, can't you? I mean, Rory got stuck in that horrendous rough on the side of the green and hacked it yeah, in yeah. three yesterday and then saved it with a, an incredible putt. So they're all kind of
1: battling, aren't they? In, in terms of just sort of digging down with those approach numbers, yeah, maybe Morikawa to be 27th at this stage, you think it'd oh, normally be better than that. But if you, if you look, if you break it down by rounds, he was only ninth in approach in round one, but he was ninth for approach in round two. So that area is getting better. So um, that's another good thing that the, his strength is tightening up as it starts to count. Okay, round two, name something that's not boring
0: This is Late Tea Time, the Golf Betting Podcast.
1: If you were going a bit further down, there was a draw bias. I think it was 1.6 shots that it was easy to have been drawn late. Sorry, easy to have been drawn early, late. Uh, Moricar was on the right side of the draw. So you could argue Scheffler is a bit of value too because he was on the wrong side and yet he's only two back. So he's had this 1.6. Say he just. They basically give him those 1.6 shots. He would be, mm-hmm. what, four and a half under? So he would be, you know, between McElroy and Morikawa. So he's he's maybe the one whose position is sort of relatively a little bit better than you think. And what's he, seven to one, I think, Scheffler? Yes. Yeah, four I was and a half a good score, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I was picking two of the four, I, I think I would side with Scheffler and Morikawa. I mean, you could back both of them if you want. So we're going with both of those two then ahead of round three. Colin Morikawa,
0: say, he's best price of fives, but probably the um the, the one to look at there. So nine to two, four places with Betfair. But when we get to this stage and we're talking about a nine to two price, a seven to one price for Scotty Sheffler are we going
1: on the nose rather than looking for places? If you're back in two, you, I mean, you could back them both each way and then you'd get a return both ways. So it's kind of... Dealer's choice, really. If you back them both on the nose, you lo- one is a loser, isn't it, by definition? So, depends how you play it. You could mix it up, Morikawa for the win, Scheffler each way. But they're the, they're the two, I think. I, I know that it, it really is bunched, and then you can go down. Oh, what about Sam Burns at twenty to one? He's obviously in unknown territory, as in our as is Aaron Wise, who I who I like. But it's it's hard to think it's gonna the winner will come from outside those big four. I have to say.
0: Colin Morricow at 9-2, Scotty Scheffler at 7-1. The picks ahead of round three.
1: This is Late Tea Time, the last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tindall. Is there anything else you've got on your mind, Dave Tindall? Well, we may as well have a, a go at a uh, accumulator in the two balls, uh, which, which are easier than three balls, obviously. Uh, so i picked out four. Um, so if you've got your pen, you're always very diligent, aren't you, in this section where you jot them down. There it yeah, is. is. Yeah, I'm sticking with a couple of the big guns, the two I've mentioned. So Morikawa is up against his fellow leader, Joel Darman, or Damon. Eight to 13, Morikawa. I'll have some of that. That's fine. Scheffler is up against um, Naismith, Matthew Naismith. I always want to call him Mike Nesmith from the Monkees. Uh, but Scheffler's one to two. Again, I just think Sheffield's got a load of confidence and he shot a great round yesterday in, in tough conditions. So they're the two obvious ones. And the other two are, I'm kind of opposing players who, I guess if you watched a lot of it yesterday, you saw some of these flying up near the sun, didn't you So You saw, you saw MJ Daffy or Daffy, he was right up there. He got to six under at one point and then he fell away. He's up against Adam Hadwin, um, who was the uh, first round leader. Hadwin's four to five. I just think maybe Daffy, that's his race run a little bit, and Hadwin had his bad spell yesterday, but he fought back quite well to to post seventy two. I thought he he kind of restocked and and just settled himself down again. So I think Hadwin can kick on again. On the stats, Duffy's tee to green play is kind of is way worse than everyone else's. So I think he will things will catch up with him. Uh, he's got a good story, so. I uh, hope he does well, but I hope Adwin does even better. And then the one that bumps it up a little bit, again, um, Callum Tarran, who uh, the English, the, the kind of, what's he doing? That The Englishman that kind of nobody knows, um, unless you live in Darlington or you follow golf particularly closely. But Callum Tarran, he was another one, wasn't he? He was right up there and then he just fell back. He's up against Travis Vick, who's an amateur, but Vic's stats just look a bit more solid to me. And, and it's it's no great shock when an amateur does well in a in, in a major. They can do it. I remember uh, Zalatoris was an amateur, I think, when he was sixth in this. So you don't just presume oh, the amateur will inevitably fall away. I think they can often keep it going. So Vic is 11-8 to eight to beat Callum Tarrant. I think that's all right. Put all of those four
0: together, then. You've got Morikawa to beat darman um he's got a good story as well hasn't he cancer survivor yeah and um he got it ex- was um, expelled um from his university for partying too much and he sounds to be quite a character yeah. but uh, Morikawa to beat him eight to 13 scottie sheffler one to two to beat Naismith, adam hadwin four to five to beat daffy dafu callum tarrant to lose to travis vick 11 to 8 dustin johnson was asked um if there were any surprises and he said well is there anybody you don't recognise at the top end of the the, the, guy, the guy that's been leading for quite some time? Never heard of him, he said, which was referring to Callum Tarrant. But uh, Chalice Victor beat him eleven to 8 So if you put all four
1: of those together, what's our little hacker going into round three? You get 9.41 to 1. So nearly 10 to 1. That, that's with William Hill, that best price. I like that. Step into the world of power, loyalty
0: So what Saturday lies ahead of us, late tea timers. Colin Marakawa, my mate, he's definitely worth persevering with, according to DT, which is music to my ears. What was he? What was he? Tw- 22s? 25, I think, wasn't he? 25s, it? was he? Yeah. yeah. It just, well done, uh, you. But well, it's not rocket science. I just like him. Scotty Scheffler seven to one to win as well is worth putting your money behind as well. And then uh, Colin Morikawa to beat Darman. Scheffler one to two to beat Naismith. Adam Hadwin to beat Daffy and Callum Tarran to lose to Travis Vic. And that's nine point four one to one. Um, fourfold with William Hill. Gamble responsibly, of course, everybody. And uh, there is no such thing as a dead cert, especially probably in this US Open, where it is wide open heading into Saturday. DT, as always,
1: thank you very much for your expertise. Enjoy the golf today. Yeah, will do, and you. I'm sure you will. It's 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 It must be nice to sort of nail your colours to someone who's just brilliant in the majors. I think it's, a. am kind of a bit envious that I always try and solve each individual puzzle where you just go with a guy and, and you've, you've picked, like, the best one you could have picked. So if you were, if you were just thinking, Colin Morikawa, any time he's maybe 16 to one or bigger, just make him an auto bet, and that's what you've done, because because he's your mate. My mate. Does he realise you're his mate? Of
0: course he does. I'm, I'm sure I'm embroidered onto his golf bag. Okay. <laughs> but good luck, Colin my dear friend. Um, So heading into round three, there are all of our picks. We'll be back ahead of round four um, tomorrow as well. The final round, we'll find out who lifts the trophy um, at Brookline. Thank you very much, DT, again. Thank you, everybody out there for watching and listening. And uh, always gamble responsibly. Uh, Take care out there. Enjoy the golf. As I say, we'll be back with you again tomorrow. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information.